Welcome, welcome, welcome to the No Bad Dudes podcast. We are so excited for this podcast. We are joined today. I'm Brad Anderson with my co-host, uh, Eamon Ducey, and we are joined by the one and only Willie Orbison. Uh, wow. Hello, Willie. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm, I'm very excited to be here. We are very excited to have you here. Um, today, for those of you that can't tell by the title, it's just a fucking good time mock draft. It's about time that we do this. So, um, we're going to get to know Willie a little bit here. And just kind of like what his season looks like and kind of what he's stoked about. Um, And then Eamon and I will get into a bunch of uh, discussions about players that we like and don't like, and Willie will be a part of it, and draft players. Um, So, uh, Eamon, what did you got to say about this going into it? You know, I think it's it's a little fun. I think this year, I don't think I'm in as many uh, straightforward leagues where drafting is like this. I've kind of cooled off on mock drafting i did one today on fantasy yep. pros and got a 95 so i feel okay with that um did and, you agree with them yeah sure yeah i mean you know uh, but you know it, it's it's not quite the easiest thing in the world to always ace those things because um you do have to kind of go out of the order um and this one's going to be kind of like light breezy um you know a really genuine opportunity to talk about the players that not everybody else is talking about like Honestly, I don't know how much more people can talk about Barkley. Um, I think we talked about it last week in the pod. I, I don't think uh, I, I don't think he's worth investing in, but also I don't think he's worth like listening anymore. It's like you're just you're taking a poison pill and hoping you, you just poop it out before it, it blows up inside you. Um, cool. About the so like, but but there'll be other players like you know if somebody takes Nicole Hardman like. Is that right, yep. pick? And, and Henry Ruggs and all those kind of like super late wide receivers and see if people have a different perspective or something interesting. So I think that'll be fun. Yeah. Like, okay. So before we like jump into this, Willie, I don't know if you know this, but like, Damon's in LA. I did Damon, not know that. <clears throat> did you wants, move? No, he yeah. just was like, visiting. So uh, Eamon, golf, Eamon wants to like go out and have a good time. So, if there's a possibility that the three of us could get on a fucking golf cart. Oh my God. All well, of us on, on one golf, golf cart? cart. Yeah. That's I mean, a little weird. Listen, someone can ride on the back. I, yeah, I sure. know, you know, like both feet behind or like in between the two bags, both hands on the, you know, the support. Yeah. Yeah, we can make it happen. We can all sure. can be on a golf cart. Um, but we should like show him a good golf time. In LA. I'd love to do that. How long are you in LA for? I mean, uh, well, it's kind of open ended. I think uh, probably Labor Day is what we're looking at. Um, Fantastic. Well. Yeah. Where are you it's in the like, city? Well, uh, it's close to Culver City. It's, it's something with R. He's right by me. Yeah. He's oh. Um, and so- soon, soon, he's going to be my next door neighbor for like two weeks. Like we just closed that deal with my neighbor who was like hey so like 
we need to go golfing. We need wow. to, go to like Rancho Park and like yeah, for sure all all that shit. So um, I'm down. We need I'm to- very down for that. We should have a follow up to the pod from live from the golf course. Live from like listen. Okay, so next week is I mean to bring it back to the league, right? Next Tuesday, Amen. If I'm wrong here, correct me. But next Tuesday is our like first hangout, our first like full hangout. Is that right? I think that's right. Let me just confirm. That's true. Yeah. Ironically, I'm going to be in New York next weekend, but that's oh. that's or next week. But we were I'll at Hanson last year. Remember that? We we're at Hanson. Oh my god! Yeah, I do remember that. Cool. We also um, had, just speaking of next week, um, we still need an idea besides a randomizer uh, to come up with divisions. And I really, I really wish we could come up with something cooler than like names out of a hat. So, yeah, that's what we did for this uh, mock draft, which mm-hmm. was really anticlimactic and <laughs> um, just like boring. So, if you have an idea, um, please come with it. Uh, cool. So, let's jump into some stuff. As we did last week, we're going to do this week with our uh, with our guest. And with myself and Eamon is like, dude, what's on your mind? Uh, dude, so this can be fantasy related or this can be NFL related. So um, Eamon, let's start with you actually this time. What is on your mind uh, NFL fantasy related? Um, so I, I think I think it's the, you know, there's all these hot takes this year, or not hot takes. Um, it, we're still in that point of you know oh my god there's like more than two injuries five weeks before the season uh preseason injuries i hate them let's never play football except for the day we play football um you know i think i think i didn't have the opportunity today uh to put a stat of the week um but i might cut that in with details and information just to be helpful and then we can still do our wonderful ads dude that's crazy is brought to you today by okay cool sometimes just want to throw this thing in the toilet. As a busy mom, I get lots of texts and emails asking for things, whether it's my daughter's t-ball coach asking me to update the parents' contact list, my boss asking me to read over a new contract, or my sister asking me to go to dinner with her and dad so I can be the buffer between her and my dad's new girlfriend. As I feel the anxiety of typing the best response, I start to contemplate how many years I would get if I disabled the cell towers within 10 miles of my home. But then, my friend Trish told me about okay, Cool. Okay, Cool is the perfect response to all digital messages. It's a non-confrontational response that tells people, I have received your message, but nothing else. Your boss will learn that you shouldn't have to review work after business hours. Your daughter's coach will learn to stop asking you to do their job. And your sister will learn to stop going to dinner with your dad and his narcissistic girlfriend who designs rooms in their house like it's a showroom from Macy's. Remember, next time you get a boundary-crossing message, just write, Okay, cool. And if that doesn't work, you can still always find a militant group of nerds to help wipe out Western civilization digital communications. Hello. Uh, Sorry we have to insert this late and not actually have it in the body of the podcast to talk about it, but... Since we had our stat, or since we have a sponsor, we need to do a stat. 
Um, and since we were talking about injuries at the time, I am going to tell you what the National Center for Biotechnology Information has told us about injuries regarding hamstrings. According to their study over the last three seasons, the average number of days after initial injury from a hamstring injury is 39.2 days. So you're looking at about five weeks of your player being injured. So when you hear somebody have a hamstring pull or something, use that as assessment. Now back to the pod. But I think, you know, there was like, uh, over the weekend, there was like eight to ten injuries, like Darren Waller and stuff like that. And I think, you know, we didn't get to kind of look at the injuries you're, you're dealing with and the history of kind of what they are. Um, you know, and there's like, there's genuinely, I would stay away from just like technical broadband, broad uh, fantasy analysts. I would, I would, there's a lot of guys, like, I know the fantasy footballers use a guy like Dr. Betts, I think. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in the medical world covering these injuries and will give you a much better insightful thing. Like, I think, you know, weirdly enough, I was listening to the footballers today and they were being, they were being snarky about how Carson Wentz, like, how do they know already that his injury is healed? But basically the reason why that specific injury that he had was five to 12 weeks is they're taking a bone out and the way it heals and fills in where the bone was will tell you how long it is. So they can tell, like, within days, like, oh, your body's healing this way. You're most likely on the five-week side. Whereas if, if you're not, like, filling in with whatever stuff you're filling that hole with. Um, Did he get the Marilyn Manson surgery? What Was he missing a bone? I don't understand. He and Quentin <laughs> Nelson, like, both, like, broke a bone or the bone like went into the muscle weird so they like had a they had surgery and had this bone in their foot taken out oh in their foot oh my god yeah have you been paying attention to this so i I saw you got injured but i didn't i didn't know i just saw the timetable i didn't know where it was amen i'm gonna jump in here too because i it's so important to you as the jonathan taylor keeper right so like quentin nelson and uh carson went so where um, they're going to be going in our draft, right? Like, I would love it. Like, pre-injury, I was like, Carson Wentz is a dude I want to jump on, right? Like, that, I don't want to jump on him. But, like, you know, I want to, like, have him on my fantasy team. I don't want to injure him by jumping on him. So, um, I wanted Carson Wentz on my team as, like, a sneaky, like, oh, this is someone I'm going to draft draft in uh fourth like fourth round if he's there that's my guy who i'm getting in the fourth round um and then when the injury happened i was like damn so now with this news coming out i that's the thing that's on my mind as well amen i'm watching that progression i like if i could see him and, and like see the tweets and see some footage of him progressing in uh in training camp and they're like he's the week one starter i will i'm I'm probably not gonna draft him in the fourth because that's too dangerous but like maybe i can draft him later and have him be my could be too i don't know so yeah that's also what's on my mind um i think think carson wentz uh you know he'll be interesting this year i think you know he's he's a guy who might be out of football in two years um, so you're just 
so so sad so always looking possible well no, i mean like, like he, you know half. he was great for one and a half seasons and then he's been bad for three and a half seasons and he gets injured a lot you're Tonight, a philly fan you're a philly fan so you hate that like him. i am a carson wentz fan because he looks like me but more athletic and attractive um willie what's on your mind brother uh what's on my mind i it's funny i mostly it's about the jets like i i i'm hopeful as a jets fan for the first time in like six years like actually hopeful uh so it's funny i've been like more paying attention to the jets and and what's happening with them than fantasy i mean i'm still keeping tabs on stuff but uh in like seasons past is just like all over all the news like doing mock drafts like crazy and trying to figure out what was going on um but it's kind of nice i'm just gonna let the dust settle i think with all the details and the injuries and uh and, and i'm actually glad we're drafting so late this year i think this is our one of our latest drafts um but just kind of like letting the chips fall that way um but yeah the jets man i mean like robert sala i've just been watching i've been actually watching his daily press conferences just like get pumped up in the in the morning because i got him like you know they come out at like 10 a.m and uh on youtube he's like so he's i mean after adam gase it's like i can't imagine like it's it's really given me actual hope and uh like i can see why people want to run through a wall from him i'm like watching him on zoom and i'm like yeah let's do this you know what i mean like getting getting pretty pumped so yeah i'm 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 excited about the jets that's where i'm at elijah moore zach wilson come on yeah i mean he is one of as a as a fellow bald man and i'm sure you can appreciate that Mm. willie the dome are you bald i don't think you're quite bald i'm totally bald dude like it's it's i think i see hair on the top of your head yeah, but I mean, come on, it's it's bald. Like it, you can see the light in my ceiling on the top of my head. You can't okay. see. Yeah. I consider myself bald, and I like associate myself with your head coach as so, like, bro, that's such a great dome. It's so oh, yeah. good. it's so like it's so spectacular. It's Mister Clean level. It's Mister Clean level. Absolutely, it is, and it's just yeah. Um, I aspire to it, and so I'm ready to follow. <laughs> I'm like, if I was a, if I was on that team, I'd be like, dude, you're rocking it. You're rocking it confidently. So, okay. Wait, hold on. Quick question. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Last week, we had some discussions where things that should have probably been challenged should have been challenged. Um, So we're going to start doing that more frequently. I am going to put a picture of you with a picture of Robert Sala. And I want you, I want people to realize that you think you look like him. No, 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 no. no. It's not that. It's not. I'm not. It's just not, like I'm, you're as tan as him. No, no, I'm not even close to as tan as him. <laughs> like, no. what I'm saying is like, as you bald, Eamon, you're coming closer to it. Willie and I are there. Um, this you is like look Nicholas Cage and John DeVolta say like, oh yeah, they're basically the same person. <laughs> no, no. What, what, what I'm saying is, as you bald, like you look to those that can rock the bald in a great mm-hmm. way as like aspirations. Your Malkoviches, you know. Your yeah. Your F. Murray Abrahams. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, 
Willie, uh, you get it. Amen. You're Robert Duvall's. I'm not saying I'm the Jets head coach. What I'm saying is that I'm glad the Jets head coach exists so that I can be like, bald is beautiful. By the way, also two things. You don't need him to know that though, Brad. But that's a separate matter. Two things. You actually look very similar to probably Adam Gase, who's also bald, <laughs> which you, you didn't volunteer. But number two, let's just let's get back on track. Uh, sure. Willie, do you have insights on the second receiving option on the Jets? Like Corey Davis got a lot of money, so he's probably going to be the right. guy. But like Denzel Mims, uh, Jameson Crowder, and a guy I keep like looking at Elijah Moore. Um, mm-hmm. Do you do you, do you have any like? feeling of how that's going to break out is Jameson Crowder just going to get a bunch of eight yard receptions and suck up all the targets. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It seems like, it seems like Mims is kind of on the way out and it seems like people are freaking out about Elijah Moore, just like freaking out, which is very exciting. I think he's more of a slot guy. Um, so I don't know what that means for Crowder. They talk a lot about, you know, having four wide receiver sets and all that stuff. But yeah, Corey Davis uh, and uh, and more. But like, it's more, you know, who's the, in the San Francisco uh, offense? It's kind of like there's the Ayuk and the Debo and kind of the hybrid wide receiver guys. And I feel like that's probably what more is going to be like, hopefully. I mean, this all depends on whether Zach Wilson is actually any good, which I, you know, I'm hoping he's good. Um but he he's, still looks like uh, he's Devin Sawa and right. Little Giants. Oh yeah, for sure. They have. No, I mean, they have literally no other option. But I, I think uh, I think Urban Meyer <clears throat> is still saying they haven't decided who their first quarterback is. Um, so. uh, yeah. No. I, I. I mean, but I think uh, it should be cool. I'm. I'm really. I am excited, and I think. Uh, you know, I think there's some good T.J. Mosley coming back is is exciting and. Uh, yeah, you know, this Carl Lawson seems really cool. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. But no, I'm I'm and I'm very excited for uh, for the league to be back because I yeah, I was just on this long job that is like wrapping up this week. It's been like a total time suck. So I'm so excited to just watch some football and uh, invest some brain space in, into that world with you guys. And yeah, it's gonna be great. Cool, great. Brad so has some questions for you. Yeah, so let's just ask about um, why LOL crew and why that's such a lazy um, name. I I am so bad at name. Like, first of all, I don't know what you're the, a writer, really. To be you're true. a writer. <laughs> N- yeah, uh, the 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 etiquette is probably just to have the same. Every- year or not i don't know the ray i like the i want to i aspire to ray's model uh the lol crew which is how i refer to it uh it came i think at a a moment of just like total frustration i think it was two years ago when like i I just had nothing going and it was like comedic levels of uh ineptitude so that's how i dealt with it was renaming the team um but I have, like, like it seems, I don't know if it, you know, people name their teams as, like, puns of some of their players. Like, I have some of those. I tried some of those. But, like, I don't know. I want something to stick. But, like, Lil' Crew's not it. But, like, maybe it is it. Because, like, 
just just let it be. But yeah, it's I admit it's a terrible name. Terrible. I disagree. Name. I I, th- I think it's actually a great name. I I am very <laughs> much against the player pun name. I think that's as bush league as you can get. Like just have a hot dog and uh, relish race down the foul line. But also like eventually like if we really ever lock into team names, which I don't know will ever happen, it it'll be like it's those leagues where they put like the team name on the trophy. That's so much cooler than just mm. like yeah. Then it has gravitas yeah so you know don't Great. let brad give you a hard time no, continue <laughs> to give you a hard time here and throughout the season and also he thinks it's bush league but i also think that galladay in is the best name in it's a good the one and I mean, hot, hot chub time at team is good yeah is see, that still your name yeah that's still my name because I'm, yeah. Yeah, okay so how many people how many team names do you think all have like Galladay Express and uh, Hot Chub Tide, I mean, Time Machine, you're talking about in the thousands of thousands of people who have that team name. So upsetting, I'm breaking up. Okay, so let's jump back into some content that actually matters. And um, let's talk about your keepers. You, our keeper um, uh, deadline is coming up so you Mm -hmm. don't have to disclose this um but we ask you to be as transparent as you are willing to be uh, strategically so let me just quick go over your possible keepers and then you can let us know um who you are thinking of keeping or if you don't want to disclose so chris carson the first james connor in the second david johnson in the second Alan Robinson in the second, <laughs> J.K. Dobbins in the third, Sam Darnold in the ninth, Ryan Tannehill in the tenth, Calvin Ridley in the eleventh, Justin Tucker in the thirteenth, and the following at ADP plus three, which is Dallas Goddard, Robert Tunyon, Brendan Ayuk. So, who are you thinking right now? Who are you willing to disclose? Um, talk to us. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's pretty obvious. I'll keep Tannehill and uh, Ridley. Uh, yep. And yeah, I mean, I, it'll probably be Dobbins, uh, just cause it'll be good to have a running back, I think towards the top. Um, I, I definitely struggled with whether or not to, uh, keep Darnold in the ninth. And if anybody listening that wants to trade for him, you, you, you have my email address. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I also feel like my aforementioned Jets fandom, like I can't invest any more emotional capital in Sam Darnold. So uh, I might just be done with done with old uh, mononucleosis uh, guy. So, <laughs> but no, still, he's a great value. You guys should hit me up for trade offers. Um, but no, I think, yeah. And Ayuk is up there too. Um, yeah, I don't sure. have any like, and Goddard and Tanya. I mean, Tanya was like the biggest like dart throw last year that just somehow he scored like 35 points one week. And that, that really helped. Um, but yeah, Ayuk is up there. I, it's, I, I don't know about keeping two wide receivers, uh, but who knows? Um, but that's probably where I, I'm, I'm at. Yeah. Cool. Can, I mean, can I, uh, can I ask a question about 
again, you could avoid this. But I was when when we figured out that you were going to be on this week, I kind of was thinking about what you would do with your draft, and you're one of the people who could do two super stacks where you have a top 15 quarterback and a top five receiver with, you know, if you go first round AJ Brown and then Matt Ryan, in the second round, like you right. know, Matt's super stack paid off really well last year with Mahomes and Kelsey. Is that, yeah. you don't have to say you're doing that, but I, maybe me and Brad can discuss it and you can just nod to us so nobody else knows. But uh, I, I think, I think that's an interesting play to go for. And then, you could have really big weeks and it would be pretty awesome. Yeah. It's interesting. Like I, I, I was so, I, I don't know that I really looked into like actual fantasy strategy <laughs> until like a couple of years ago, uh, which might have been evident, but yeah, the, like I never had played stacks before. I never, and, but then I realized this year, like, Oh yeah, it's a real possibility, but yeah, I don't have any like experience with it paying off. Uh, and I feel I sometimes like to, just buck the uh, conventional wisdom sometimes in favor of my own weird ideas, which is probably a bad idea. But uh, yeah, I think it it could pay off, and it's and it's hard to it's it's hard to know. Like you know, where I my big thing is wondering where all these QBs are going to go, um, and that's why our league is so interesting because uh, yeah, and it's hard to do research because like our shit is so uh, much more convoluted, but. Uh, but yeah, no, it's such an interesting idea, and I'd be curious to hear what you guys think about it. Uh, so, well, two things. Like, if I was saying, hey, Willie, this is what I believe that you should do. Which you do frequently. Yeah, which I do frequently. I can't help myself. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I know you're hitting a, uh, a seven iron off a fucking... You're a caddy. Driving, yeah. driving range map, but let me tell you about my, my thoughts on your uh on your draft but i really do believe in like one of the loopholes in our league one of the like advantageous things in our league is the adp plus three so if you have a player that is adp plus three for instance you're on the fence right now but like who your third keeper is i don't know who i should keep overall and brandon Ayuk, right so thursday or no friday Amen. Correct me if I'm wrong. Friday, uh, Friday the fourteenth. Uh, yeah, no, sorry, Friday the thirteenth. Um, the ADP locks for That's your right. keepers. Sounds right. And right now, so with <clears throat> unless something happens in the next twenty four hours, where they're like Brandon Ayuk is an absolute killer, and he jumps up an ADP. <laughs> Right now, he's 64th in uh, uh, ADP. So that would put him in the seventh round. No, sorry, that would put him in the sixth round. So you could get him in the ninth round and get so much value there, I believe. Because it's not just ADP plus three. It's ADP plus three within the broader fully like listed uh fantasy pros rankings right so right. it's like oh because in our draft he's probably going in the fourth round in the fifth round so you're actually getting adp plus four or plus 
five almost. So if you yeah. actually believe in Brandon Ayuk, that's where I'm like, oh, that's clearly. And if he ends up hitting, if he ends up being like a wide receiver two, and you have him in the ninth round, he can be a long time keeper for you, and you could pair him with him and Calvin Ridley for years to come. So I'll, I'll take sure. a counterpoint of that because I actually, I, I, sure. I feel I feel pretty strong. Um, if I was in your position, I would keep J.K. Dobbins. I think there's several reasons. Um, first off, let's just talk about outside our league. Uh, you know, Brandon Ayuk could be what wide receiver fifteen, like perfect world. Like that's if Jimmy Garoppolo plays every game and they're just feeding him the ball, and that's great. But you have a QB uh, controversy that will pop up early in the season. You have a quarterback who threw less footballs than I have thrown. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he it's a very volatile pick. And, you know, you can get Brandon Ayukes every year. There's, you know, Marvin Jones and all these guys who are like, whatever, You're they're going to be somewhere around Brandon Ayuk. I don't think... I don't think he's a game changer. I, I, you know, and again, every year there's just so many wide receivers being drafted in the league that I really think the value of the position is going to kind of be absurd shortly, other than like Devonte Adams, um, just because I think, you know, there's so many guys at that level and that talent skill. Like, there's like, you know, we're on year three or four of nine to ten wide receivers going in the first two rounds. So, you know, Elijah Moore could be next year's Brandon Ayuk. Um, but I would I would also say the thing to consider is you have a guy who has probably a thirty to forty percent chance at being running back five through twelve this year, and that costs a lot. Like the value of that position to do that, like he's definitely going to be a guy who will be in the towards the end of the first round if you throw him back in, and like you have to assess like is spending a third round to get a first rounder better than. Um, you know, getting a ninth rounder to get a fourth rounder um, at a position that is the easiest play, position to replace in our in our league. Um, so I, I think that's I, I'm with you so far. But if you go that way, I mean, Dallas Goddard's also like an interesting take if you believe in him. But that Philadelphia Eagles tight end stuff hasn't been good for several years. So no. No, oh, yeah, it's really interesting. I, I think that that's the the question that I ask myself, even with Darnold. It's like <clears throat> it's almost like the the value of quarterbacks versus the value of, like you're saying, a first round or the third round or a, a quarterback in the ninth round. But and Ayuk's really good too. That's why it's a fun fun league. Yeah, great. So uh, lots for you to think about. Thank um, you. I I think that we're both in agreement for first two keepers, and like we'll be we will be glued to those emails when you send through because it will impact who we draft. Um, just quickly want to point out before we move on, San Francisco has a projected easiest schedule of any other team. All right. So they'll so, be running a lot. Yeah. Okay, great. So now to the main a, event, boys. To they'll the be running main... six times instead of eight okay, times. Okay, shut up. The, uh, the main event, boys, the main event, which is why everybody listened to this podcast, which is we're going to do a fucking live mock draft. This is so exciting. Uh, I want to do this. This has been a big part uh, of 
doing these podcasts for me. It's like, I want to do a live mock draft and defend my position and ask questions and probe and blah, blah, blah. So before we got on, we did a random number generator. We're doing this live on, on Sleeper, which is also the uh, app that we'll be using to draft. And um, the kind of format of this, it's not obviously exactly as we have done it um, in the past, or like it's not exactly what we're doing for our league. It'll just give us an opportunity to talk about uh, players and roster construction, guys that we like. Um, so we did a random number generator, obviously. Uh, and Eamon, your number in the one, 104. Uh, Willie, you're in the 106, and I'm in the 110. It will snake after uh, the third round, just as our league does. It will have a super flex position. It will have three wide receivers. It just doesn't have the keepers. It just doesn't have the 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 traded picks, the traded picks, all that stuff. It's just going to give us an opportunity to talk about roster construction, guys we like, and uh, then uh, throw a bunch of mud at each other at the end of it. So, um, anything you guys want to put in before we get? get going on this how just one, one other for you uh one other just setting thing i got another beer get a beer keep talking keep talking um one other thing just so everybody knows just because uh i hope we lose kickers and one of my strategies is always like avoid drafting kickers or uh, or defenses because i can pick them up and they're the same thing um so in order to make this more fair i remove kickers and defenses because I just never draft them. They're just always a waiver wire target, which you guys um, should do in your other leagues. Um, or you can do it with defenses this year. And let's hope kickers get dropped. So wait, uh, we're, we're going to have defense. The defenses are that, that rule is not on the table, right? Definitely. No. Sticky. Definitely sticky. Uh, <clears throat> Willie as a longtime Justin Tucker, a rival of mine. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that you voted to keep kickers. I know that my boy Ray voted to keep kickers because he loves a little bit of chaos. I could also see kickers leaving. I'm going to be heartbroken if it happens. I think I might have voted to give kickers the boot. Go fuck yourself. All right. So um, are we ready to go? So I just, I don't want to ruin anything. And I feel like I don't want to be Steve Karnacki here, but. Um, don't be Steve Karnacki. Just don't even put it in. You should. You actually shouldn't put that in at this point. Don't put it in because if you, okay. it could tilt how people vote. I just don't think it's fair. Okay. If, if, like, just let it be. Let people vote how they're going to vote. I'll text and, you after. Yeah, you can text me after, and I'm. But if people listen to this in the next twenty four hours, <laughs> wish they won't. Um, I just don't think that this should influence how people vote. I think that would be um, not good. I couldn't think of a better word. Okay, so here we go. So um, let it will be um, tick, 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 and then 10 minutes we have to select our pick so that it'll give each of us a chance to talk about uh, who we're picking, why we're picking, blah, 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 blah. Amen, you want to can, can you can you start from your end or yeah yeah I'll, I'll hit start draft and we'll go and I think I'll be able to pause after it so three great so give me a three two one three two one 
Wow. So go ahead and just give a I'll give a breakdown. So number team number one went Dalvin Cook, then it went Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara. Kamara. Which now it's Eamon's turn at the one oh four. So um, you know, I think you know, just not treating this as our league. Um I have always believed I can outmaneuver everybody through waiver wires and all that stuff, and I think I've used advantages. So every once in a while, I'm more open-minded to do something bold in the first round if it guarantees me something. I think there was a league, me and you, and Brad, and it was like a weird like eight-team one, and I think I used like the second or third pick on Gronkowski because I felt I could make up the difference because there was all these other players. Um so I'm not going to do it because I don't. I think in real life I wouldn't do it, but I'm really le- like I'm really thinking about Travis Kelsey. Um, but more re- more realistically, I think it's it's got to be a running back, um, and the best you know the best next couple picks are Derrick Henry, Barkley, Taylor, Chubb, Elliott, and like you know, I I I, I don't believe Barkley's. A, I think Barkley's going to hurt you, and you're going to be one and three before he gets you 15 points in the game. Um, I think Zeke might be done. I think, you know, Chubb is fine, but I think there's two guys who have, like, ceiling territories that are, like, number one, Derrick Henry, who's who at any point in time it can go backwards because he's, he's taking so many hits. Um, but there's also Jonathan Taylor, who is my keeper. I feel I'm very informed on him. Um but I, you know, I can't, I, you know, I don't want to just seem like I'm, I'm a homer. So I'm going to go uh, Derrick Henry, the guy who I drafted every year until he broke out. <laughs> uh, so Take this him. might be an ominous sign for him this year. Take him. All right. Then Jonathan Taylor goes after. Interesting. <laughs> I don't think that's how it will actually go. Because I'm really wary. But, uh, Will, you're up now at the 106. Well, it's so interesting to me because, like, in a Superflex league, which this still is, even though, uh, you know, our league is is different than this particular mock draft, but, like, I I still don't understand the logic between picking a running back here versus a quarterback. Like, the, the number one, like, Mahomes and Josh Allen are both still available. Yeah. And I, I, maybe you guys can explain to me why it's worthwhile to, to pick up like a high caliber running back here, but it seems like points are points. And it just seems like quarterbacks score you the most points. And like, I don't know. It just, it's a, uh... yeah, go ahead. Aaron, you say so I say two things real quick. Um, and then I'll edit something out after this. Um, I think this is sleeper being kind of limited app and made me forget that this was a super flex league when I was just looking at it since all the running backs were going off. Um, so clearly sleeper hasn't caught up uh, to super flex ADP uh, and we wanted to do it on fantasy pros because they're a little bit more efficient, a little bit more in tune with where the current ADP is, but um whatever we're going to we're going to be fluid with what the board is presenting to us who we want to take if this was the board that was present presented to us so just to re- quickly recap before willie makes his pick 
Um, it's Dalvin Cook, CMC, uh, Alvin Kamara, Eamon took Derrick Henry, and then Jonathan Taylor. And now Willie's up, and he's got that that burning question. Who do I take? Who do I take? And I think I'm, you know, I'm just going to go with my gut and uh, take advantage of the unoptimized sleeper situation here and uh, take Patrick Mahomes because, uh, you know, he's the best player in football. Yeah, I think that's honestly, like he would have gone uh, 103, 104. He would have been taken early. So that's, I think that's the best choice. This then went Saquon Barkley, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Jones, and now I have the pick. And um, if I'm at the back here and I've got a chance, I'm looking at the board. Also, I know that I've got one, two, three, four. I'm the fifth pick coming back. I know I'm going to grab like just looking at this board, I know that Josh Allen's going to be there just because of the breakdown. So on this, I'm going to take Travis Kelsey. I am in love with him. He's so he's so good looking. He has such a great beard. And I want him on my team. I want him on all my teams this year so I can like cheer for myself and Willie who has Patrick Mahomes. So I'm taking Travis Kelsey at um, the 110 position. It then went Tyreek Hill, Austin Eckler, Devontae Adams, and Najee Harris, which we've already spoken about that. Now it's interesting because this is a weird super flex thing and it's not happening is that I see that like Nick Chubb is still there and that's my namesake. That is my Eamon, are you recording this, by the way? He's recording it. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I'm recording it. What, what? I can't remember hearing the the sweet voice of that. Does now recording. Recording on top? It says recording. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it I'm says just, recording on top. I'm just, I'm just looking at the board. So I'm actually, I thought I would go um, QB here. But because there's only been one QB and we're staying fluid, I'm going to grab my second, I'm going to grab my first RB here and take Chubb because he has fallen in this draft. And I do believe that there are going to be some sexy QBs later on in the draft. So I'm taking Chubb. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. And there he goes. Stefan Dig, DK Metcalf. Um, oh. Hopkins. And now it's back to Willie. Um, so we will see who he picks. Well, this is interesting. Like, I, I think the game is about quarterbacks these days. And how about, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to mix this whole thing up because I don't know where this is going, but, you know, it seems like you can get running backs, you can get wide receivers in, in uh, later rounds, but you can't get Josh Allen. So I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes and then Josh Allen. And see where that goes. I think that that's super sexy. I think that's really fun. Where is that going to go? AJ Brown went after uh, he took Josh Allen. So you you started off Patrick Brown's Josh Allen in Superflex. Yeah. You're lucky. Yeah, I did. Um, 
Yeah, so, you know, realistically... <laughs> realistically, <laughs> realistically I, I made a mistake, and I was just... Uh, I was trying to be present in the podcast, and I wasn't my typical uh, overthinking the moment thing. So I went running back when the, clearly the choice should have been QB if it was real life. Um, and I'm trying to do the math here. You know, the question is, do, do I want to jam you up, Brad? Um, because I could do, I could do uh, the, the mobile version of what Willie did and take Kyler here and then take Lamar before and then have two stud QBs. You wouldn't get it, though, because it, it goes back to me at the beginning of the third round. Oh, right. Ooh. Good thing you, you said know, that, because I, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, I'm a f- equal uh, and fair person, so you can just take uh, – you should just take Joe Mixon here. Oh, no, that's definitely <laughs> Are we going to all – we have to avoid all of our uh, guys in jail, our, our bad dudes? Or take them. Um, I mean, you no, no. still take them. You should just play them. So, for those of you who are tuning in that are not, because I started to spread the word about this podcast. Oh. Um, for those of you that are not, uh, or who are new to this podcast, it's called No Bad Dudes because there are people that are omitted from our league, which are basically anyone who's ever hit a woman. And some other stuff. And some other stuff. We, and some uh, other stuff. yeah, like, uh, so who are you going with? <laughs> well, so, I'm not stop the draft when we we're talking about football to yeah. just do that. Um, so you know, it's it's hard. I'm looking, I'm looking between Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley, and and Kyler Murray. And I think, I think, I think I have to take my guy, Kyler. Um, you love Kyler. I love Kyler. I think there's a lot of upside with him, and I think. You know, I don't want to reveal too much about my draft, but I'm definitely going to undervalue wide receivers. So if you if you think if you're by me and you think like is anyone going to take the running back or the wide receiver, it's the running back. It'll always be the running <laughs> back because I just think all these guys are going to be the same. Like who who doesn't know that like uh, uh, Kadarius Tony doesn't end up being uh, Justin Jefferson this year with fantasy? So. Um, I think that position is just going to constantly revolve and change over year to year. So I'm going to just go with Kyler. Um, okay. And cool. then see who I get coming back. It goes Joe Mixon, Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley, uh, Antonio Gibson, Darren Waller, second tight end off the board. And now it's back to me, uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, I'm not 100% sure where I'm going here because – I have Chubb. I have Kelsey. It's a little dangerous for me to take because uh, I don't know when I'm going to get an opportunity to take a another quarterback. But knowing this, how the draft board looks right now, it's probably best for me to grab either a running back or a wide receiver but none of the options are super sexy. Like the options that I'm looking at right now are J.K. Dobbins, CEH, DeAndre Swift, Keenan Allen. Um, and at QB, I've got Lamar Jackson. I've got Russell Wilson, who I really like this year. Um, so 
I'm in a little bit of a pickle right now. Like, who yeah, do I I... there was a guy. There's a guy you have told me several times that if he's on the board in the third round, it's a smash and drafting him. And really? Yeah. You said that about Terry McLaurin. We no, can, we can cut that out if 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 you're. No, no. I, I mean, Matt's going to keep him as a have a keeper anyway. But I think you were but, talking about in general drafts. You said like, "Oh, I love Terry McLaurin. I'm taking him in the third round every time." I, what I honestly think, and this is probably going to be a terrible pick when I look back at the end of it, um, I'm going to go with Ceh here. I like. I really like him. I'm going to select him now so we keep this thing going. I'm going to have. I'm going to select him at. Oh, why isn't? Oh, it's not loading properly. It really doesn't want me to take him as my pick. Uh, I'm taking Ceh here so that I can sure up my running back. I do believe that I'll be able to, like Aiden was saying, I'll be able to build a a solid wide receiver base. There's no um, quarterbacks that are like flying off that I, you know, I just want one top um, QB. So that's where I'm at. So I, I, I still feel confident that I'll get one. Back to you, Willie. Oh, so then it went J.K. Dobbins, which is Willie's keeper, Keenan Allen, George Kittle. I, I do. I just before Willie starts, um, I, I do think C.H. was definitely the right pick. He's the only guy in this tier that has a percentage chance greater than ten of being a top five running back. So like that's what like that's the last guy in the tier of like he'll finish either running back fifteen, but he can finish up like a top five guy just. Just on thank, that you. Right. thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate your compliment. Uh, so now, Willie, you've got you've got Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. You that's got some right. Work to do here, bro. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, I think <clears throat> where am I going to go here? Uh, so I have. What? So I got like eight picks after this uh, before I'm up again. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, I'm going to go running back. Sure. But I'm looking here at the, uh, I don't even know what their like projections are here, but um, people I like, I mean, I've taken, I feel like I've ended up with Chris Carson for like three years in a row and he's always good before I get him, um, which is always a bit disappointing. Um, but I like him. Uh, DeAndre Swift, I traded to Jay last year uh, for Chris Carson, which uh, was, I guess, a bit of a, uh, question mark but i did want to keep jk dobbins uh so i i do like him um we've got some other guys on the board still um you know i think i will go i will go weirdly to daryl henderson uh, because I'm a Rams guy uh, living in LA, and I really like Cam Akers, but I think uh, they uh, he's going to have a big year, and 
I think he's uh, he's going to be a good pick. Were you, even were you sent to here? Were you sent here to just get me into a, a crazy rant about how? Let's not know. even go there, Eamon. We we spent the first four episodes of this podcast going there, so well, it the went Daryl Henderson with Cam Akers. I, I think the guy who was had multiple players draft to replace him and couldn't beat out Malcolm Brown twice. Malcolm Brown. Okay, uh, okay, we get it. You don't like any Rams player besides Cam Akers, who is now injured. It then went uh, uh, Miles Sanders, and it's to uh, Eamon, who has Derrick Henry and now Kyler Murray, and has a third pick here. So, this is tough. So, there's a player I like later that I think I'll get in the fifth round if you guys don't take him. Um that you know I, i'll talk about this opinion um but like i kind of rule out the nfc east teams for draft day because number one i know most of the organizations are terrible besides dallas i mean they're terrible in their own way but they just the eagles and uh football team have not produced consistent fantasy players for decades now um so it you know it's the choice it, so i just kind of I haven't really ever assessed how much I like Terry McLaurin. I was just like, I don't think he's that great. It's hard to pass up on his value. But I think I'm going to not juju my uh, uh, draft, and, and I'm going to avoid thinking about him. I'm right now currently between Chris Carson and Julio Jones. Um, I love Chris Carson. I think the year that you were out, Willie, I sent several emails uh, trying to get Chris Carson. And, uh, oh, yeah, like, I think so. We never connected on that, um, which led me to, to suck, <laughs> which cost me the championship and a first-round pick. Um, so I love the guy. I think he's consistent. I, I love guys who, like, for two years in a row are very consistent, and the fantasy community is still anti them. Um, I think if he wasn't a seventh-round pick, he's he would be a late first-round pick in most leagues. It's just, like, he gets touches, he gets touchdowns. Um, but we did also talk about Julio Jones in our – I think it was the first podcast, and – you know, I think you know he'll pay. He'll play somewhere between ten and thirteen games, but I still think he's going to have four games where he gets two hundred yards and two touchdowns. And I, you know, he'll win you a week, basically. I think if I'm true to myself, I'm going to go with Chris Carson, which I will do. Do um, it, but if he comes back, yeah, and just for strategic reasons, I'm not going to do Julio even if he makes it back. Um, he did make it back, so you should take him. Why wouldn't you take him? Because this is a super flex league, and oh, I feel yeah. if me and Willie have <laughs> the four best quarterbacks between us, you're going to be in a hard spot to like make an argument that your team's really good. So no, go um, ahead, do whatever you want. I, I'm I'm just fine. So you took Lamar Jackson, then it went COVID champ. Now it's yeah, two time, and now it's back to Willie who has okay, so. Just to recap, Eamon took re- uh, Chris Carson, then it went DeAndre Swift, Josh Jacobs, uh, Mike Evans at the back of the third round, and then it went uh, Scary Terry at 401, uh, Travis Etienne at uh, 402, Robinson, Lamar Jackson, Julio Jones, and now at the 406, it's up to Willie Orbison to draft another, uh, which looks pretty good uh another 
positional. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm going to take another running back. I'm going to take David Montgomery. There you uh, go. Just uh, hopefully I like him. I, I don't love the Bears offensively, but uh, I think he he's solid. Yep. Touches. Yeah, I think I think it's that's a good pick. Um, you know, it's just I think the thing is he's going to deliver whatever value he's going to be drafted at this year, weirdly, because I think those weeks when they transition to Justin Fields, he's mm-hmm. it's just going to look ugly, and I think you're going to have problems. You're not going to get even get those like three or four receptions um, to just like make it a double digit game if they don't get a touchdown. Um, so I think it's a good pick, yeah. but I think it's also he's getting drafted at what he probably will finish at. So Dave Montgomery, Chris Godwin, Kyle Pitts at the 408, uh, DJ Moore, and now it's me. And uh, the way I'm looking at it right now is, listen, this is not how it's going to go. It's not <laughs> going to go how this draft is going in our league right now. Four quarterbacks have been drafted, and they've been by the two player, two other players that are in this draft that are like live. So, the way I'm looking at it is like right now, four of the top eight QBs are going. So, I'm gonna like fill up the rest of my team. I don't believe that there are gonna be a bunch of hungry, uh, you know computer teams getting you know i i still have dak i still have uh russell i still have aaron Rodgers. i still have you know other qbs are still available are herbert tom brady um stafford all these guys which i'd be willing to get so but i see all these you know running backs and wide receivers flying off the board so why don't I just go get the uh, wide receivers so I feel comfortable with that before it gets too depleted because that's what's getting depleted right now. So uh, I'm a fan of uh, CD Lamb. I'm going to take CD Lamb here as my uh, number one wide receiver. I'm going to build a strong uh, wide receiver core. Um, maybe not the... Uh, biggest upside and i believe that another another wide receiver which happened which i fucking love came back to me um and i still believe that other um high-end quarterbacks are going to come back to me so i'm going to take robert woods so it went uh cdlm then cooper cup mark andrews and on the turn it went uh mark andrews uh cream hunt amari cooper and then me again and i'm gonna take robert woods that's really easy for me uh because i just don't think that people are you know in this layout which is completely fake um i still believe that i'm gonna get strong tvs coming back so now it's back to uh <laughs> two quarterbacks two running backs of willie who went Mahomes, Henderson, Montgomery, and now it's up to him. <clears throat> That's correct, Brad. Um, well, I do need a wide receiver, and uh, a lot of them are off the board. 
So I will scoop up Adam Thielen here uh, before it gets too out of hand. Um, but hopefully there'll be some more uh, you know, feasible running backs coming back to me in a few picks. Let's see. Yeah. So then I went Justin Herbert, who I love. I think he's going to be great. Uh, pick Ryan, I believe, is taking having him as a keeper long term. And then it's back to Eamon, who took a similar course to Willie and went two running backs and two uh, quarterbacks in the first four rounds. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think I could find Deontay Johnson and Brandon Ayuk later. Um, there's a couple guys even after that. Like, I mean, it doesn't feel sexy what I'm going to do here. Um, I'm going to go for a, 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 th- a third RB. Um, you should just rub yourself while you do it. It might feel more sexy. Can you do um, that? Well, that's sexy. Yeah. Love the SL. Um, I mean, like, you know, I think I think going two QBs in this league is definitely going to make me really have better record than you. Um, you may have a, a paper schedule better. Um, but, you know, right now I'm just looking at the two RBs I'm going to focus on. And and to a lesser extent, I would possibly consider Chase Edmonds. But, again, I don't want to go too much like my, my own team. But I'm, I'm between De- Javante Williams and Mike Davis. Javante um, Williams? Yeah. Who the fuck is Javante Williams? Javante. Javante. Javante, okay. Well, the next four running backs, or next five running backs on the board are Milo Gaskin, James Robinson, Javante Williams, and Mike Mike Davis, and Chase Edmonds. So I'm ruling out Edmonds because I don't have this. Um, I don't want anything to do with the Jacksonville headache yet. I'm going to let everybody, like, put their foot in the pool stadium. Um, And then, you know, Miles Gaskin, you know, maybe the Dolphins are completely figured out. Maybe, um, but Adam Gase took the Dolphins to the playoffs one year, so it's it's not there's not a one to one any anywhere here. Like of like this is this is what's going to happen. So I'm so between so I'm between Javante Williams and Mike Davis, and you know I think I don't think Javante Williams has the upside everybody thinks. I think if he's playing a lot, it might mean that the the team is moving on from quarterbacks. <laughs> And they're just trying to get through games, um, so you might not have a high uh, scoring offense. Where I think Mike Davis will be on a high scoring offense, but you know, can he hold up all year? Can he be? Can he be great? Um, but I'd rather have a hot guy in September. Um, Hawkeyes. A hot guy in September. Oh, hot guy. I thought you hot said Hawkeyes. So I was. I, I'm an Iowa guy. So, so take your pick. You've been talking for four minutes. Well, you were interrupting me in three minutes. Um, so I'm going to go with, with Mike Davis and just take a guy who's on a high. What's so funny? No, the, the, this is the first time I've heard Mike Davis's name. Go ahead. I, I talk about him a lot. I'm surprised you haven't heard me talk about him. Um, I think he's just a, I think he's the running back on a high scoring offense. Um, you know, Calvin Ridley is a lot better at catching touchdowns, Julio, but, you know, Atlanta offenses always have a high rushing TD since uh, Matt Ryan got there. So I'll, I'll take the shot at the guy who has the job until he gets hurt sometime in October. Okay. <laughs> Mike Davis, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Miles Gaskin, TJ Hawkinson, Brandon Ayuk. There he is. And also just <laughs> Devontae Smith. 
Oh, sleeper, you still need to update better. Um, Devontae Smith in the fucking, what, sixth round of a of a super flex league is not going to happen. But now it's back to you, Eamon. Go ahead. So just also just strategies-wise, if, if I can get a running back who's number 20 on the year versus a wide receiver who's number 15, I'm going to play a running back. Who's number twenty in the flex? I think there's just you're just going to score more points. Um, so obviously, I'm kind of a hole where either I have to add depth to a position that's already filled, or go wide receiver or tight end. Um, I am in a tough spot here. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll just tell you the choices. I do like T.J. Hawkinson. Um, while Jared Goff didn't catch a lot of touchdowns or throw a lot of touchdowns to tight ends, I do think that was more the design of the offense and that after that first girly season, that Rams offensive line has struggled. So they, I think they use tight ends more than people realize. Um, and then the only wide receiver I would take here would be OBJ. Um, and yeah. I, we, we talked a lot about him. And, you know, I think... I think it's his Hall of Fame season. I think it's less likely that he'll be good, but I don't like Deontay Johnson. I don't want anybody's anybody in the Pittsburgh offense. I think that could be a really bad team this year. And maybe they're good, but when I'm still in this part of the draft, I want I want less risk. So I think Beckham could be good. And then the, all the other options are players on terrible teams. You have Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith, T. Higgins, DJ Chark, Chase Claypool. Those are the next couple guys. So... Um, I'm gonna go OBJ, but I think I'm gonna regret it. Hey, wish I took, hey. wish I took uh, uh, Hawkinson. Okay, and then it went Deontay Johnson, and now it's Willie's turn. Just to recap, Willie's it's Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Daryl Henderson, David Montgomery, Adam Thielen. So, where are you looking here? Hmm. Yeah, well. I still need wide receivers. Uh, there's some funny names on the board still. Um, I think uh, I'm a little concerned about our friend Joe Burrow. Uh, I think he might uh, get something, get even more hurt than he did last year, given the way that things are trending over there but uh, I think that they have a lot of firepower. I think he's good. Uh, I think they're going to be behind a lot. Um, and so I'm going to take T. Higgins uh, as a boy. wide receiver. My boy. Uh, yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens. Just trying to even, I don't even know if it's a good strategy, but I just feel weird getting a little bit out of balance uh, with uh you know, different positional player needs. Great. So it's it's a little weird uh, just to have the take of like, you don't trust Joe Burrow, but you're taking his number two option. I Uh, trust Joe Burrow. I just don't trust. I think they're, I think he might get hurt, but I think that he's going to be throwing a lot of passes. Great. So after that, it went Michael Thomas, which will be a very interesting in our league, it'll be very interesting where he goes. Chase Edmonds, obviously, who's keeper in Juju Smith-Schuster. And now it's to me. Um, so this is – now I'm finally looking at 
QB. I want a fucking solid QB one. Um, and I'm betting that my uh, wide receiver that I want will come back to me. Don't know if that's going to happen. But looking at uh, the guy, you know, the teams that follow me, you know, it's been said endlessly on um, other podcasts. But when you're at the the ten or the eleven or even the nine, looking at the roster construction of teams in, behind you. Um, knowing what they, they might pick they might pick and so none of the teams behind me have a quarterback so i'm going to go ahead and select aaron Rodgers uh, as my first quarterback here um and then hope that my guy gets back to me which he did not um i was hoping to get uh chase claypool to come back to me because uh, I fucking love him, and he would be my art. He would be my wide receiver three. Now I kind of like to fill out my wide receiver three. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent in love with it, uh, but I know that I will not get this guy coming back. So, like, I'm looking at my team right now. It's my team is Travis Kelsey, Nick Chubb, Ceh, Cd Lamb, Robert Woods, Aaron Rodgers. I'm fucking feeling great. And so I'm going to like shore up my, um, I feel like there's going to be some, I feel like my wide receivers are solid enough with Woods and CD lamb uh, that I can actually kind of uh, take a risk, not, not a risk, but like is Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen that much better than fucking, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, maybe, but I'm gonna take, I'm gonna secure my fucking QB two here. Take Tom Brady, and now, yeah. my, <laughs> I know, but my team is like pretty solid, and hoping that I can get a, a wide receiver three uh, and a flex on the way back through. After that, it, after we'll probably after be able to draft three. both those positions, so I don't think it's a worry. What'd you say? I think they'll let you keep drafting players, so you should be able to get a wide receiver three. Yeah, so uh, DJ Chark after that, then Melvin Gordon, Raheem Mostert, and now it's back to Willie Orbison. Uh, that's me. Uh, I think, hmm, uh, there's a lot of, yeah. I think I'm going to, I have two running backs, two quarterbacks, two wide receivers. I need one more wide receiver. Um I need some more running backs, obviously, but there's, uh, I, I think I'm realizing I don't love being in the sixth spot. I don't know what the, uh, wisdom is on where, uh, one is where the, what the best, uh, places to draft from on a third round reversal draft are, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like I did three last year. I was 12 the year before. Um, this is, it's a weird, weird position to be in. But anyway, uh, I also need a tight end. That's not very exciting. Uh, I think I'm going to take. I, I I think I'm going to take Jalen Waddle. Uh, he sounds very exciting to me, uh, and I'm going to take him as my third wide receiver and hope that Tua is is not so bad. So Jalen Waddle, then Noah Fant, which is an interesting like, what fifth. He's the fifth uh, tight end. No, sorry, sixth tight end. 
off the board after Hawkinson, and it's left to um, Amon. So yeah, that was um, Dylan Waddle was in my queue. So if you didn't take him and the guy in between us didn't take him, cool. I like that. Been coming off here, um, but I think it's basically the same theory of uh, a first round wide receiver drafted by a team, except for it was last year. Um, and you know there is there there's just a long history of like trying to make wide receivers work and feeding them the ball, even if they weren't amazing the first year just to give you credibility. Also, I think it helps with the team's morale. So, you know, I'm I'm not afraid of Cortland Sutton coming back and being the the number one target. I think Jerry Judy is going to be the number one target on a mediocre offense or maybe a bad one. Um, But I think they're going to throw him the ball a lot. They're going to do, like, trick plays. Like, they want to make him special, and I think they want him to be a leader on that offense because I don't think they have anybody who's who's voiceless. So, he, he could be the face of the franchise, and I will take him as my wide receiver, too. Jerry Judy is your wide receiver. Then it goes Dallas Goddard, uh, Cortland Sutton, Debo Samuel, Ronald Jones, Robbie Anderson, Joe Burrow. The Just to point out that Team 3 is, besides us, the first uh, team to select two QBs. And it comes back to Amon. So... Um... I'm just looking at tight ends, just double check. I haven't um, been into it. I think, I think for me, it's TJ Hawkinson or Bust uh, when it comes to our draft. Um, I don't, I don't think I will target him, but that's like the last guy I'm willing to pay a single digit round for. So I don't, you know, Bisecki, Gronkowski, Tunyon, you know, I don't want to put them on my roster yet. So uh, I'm just doing a run past running back. There's some. Rookies there, and James Conner, and Kenny Drake, David Johnson, and I don't think that's worth it. Um, and this is a very honest player that I would definitely take in this situation in real life, so I'll do it here. Uh, you know, legendary Brandon Cooks, who will finish with Hall of Fame numbers, and I don't know if he'll ever be considered for it just because, like, you know... Oh, he he got 1,200 yards because he played with new quarterbacks every year. Um, I think the guy's going to do great things, even with Tyrod Taylor. I think you're, you know, as long as he doesn't get another concussion, he has to sit out for a long time. I, I think he's he's going to be a great player. And it makes me feel like my wide receiver core, while doesn't have a hot high-end thing, like I think all those players will be averaging 15 points a week. I think they're they're number ones on their team, I believe, and you know number ones on the team will get targets and you'll get catches. So I think it'll be easy to get double digits with them. So I, I'm I'm very happy how stuff has broken for me so far. Nice. So uh, Michael Carter, who like I'm a huge fan of, uh, and I'll be <clears throat> to like get him at some point. Uh, in some of my drafts, get some shares. I don't think I'll get them in our draft, but uh, I think there's huge upside for him. And then it's back to Willie. Yeah. So uh, I just took three receivers in a row. I'm okay with them. Uh, I think there'll be some value down the road, uh, hopefully for some 
more wide receivers. So I'm going to look at the tight ends. Uh, I, I just feel like tight ends are, I don't know. I, I never really target them. Um, and I'm willing to keep waiting. So I'm going to look at the running backs and, uh, fish is my favorite band. I think everybody knows that. <laughs> um, so, you're like uh, have some sort of fish in it. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I'm Jewish, but I can appreciate a good sermon. So uh, I'm going to take Trey Sermon here. Uh, I think he's, you know, I love the San Francisco running attack. I think Raheem Mostert is very cool and exciting, but never really uh, always gets injured. And I think Trey Sermon uh, is is primed to take a big role there. So I'm excited to get him uh, here in the eighth round. Yeah. So uh, then it went after uh, Willie, it went Kenyon Drake, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Mike Gusecki, and back to me. And at this point, I'm kind of like kicking myself. Like, I'm like, fuck, I should have, I should have not taken Tom Brady. I could have taken other people and gotten a wide receiver that I was more attracted by, you know, a Judy a Debo Samuel, a Robbie. Like, I would love to have Robbie Anderson be my wide receiver three, and I didn't. Uh, so now I'm kind of like, I don't know where to go in this situation. Just to recap, my my team is Kelsey, Chubb, CEH, uh, CD uh, Lamb, Robert Woods, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and I'm in need of a wide receiver and a flex at this point. Um, so I think the back-to-back uh, QB was not the way to go. So um, I'm looking and I kind of want to get just a wide receiver and like fill that out and then hope that like a a guy again, which I'll probably get sniped on, uh, but I got a running back uh, will come back to me. So I know this is a weird pick, um, but I kind of like the stack and it's definitely against the, um, the, what is, whatever it is, the, the league, uh, feel, but I'm hoping that, uh, Antonio Brown gets back to me. So I'm going to just in this situation, uh, take a running back that I want to have on my team, uh, at Damian Harris and, fill that out so i'm taking demi harris hoping that ab gets back to me um as my third wide receiver which he did and i will select him and have that stack of ab who i believe actually will be a solid wide receiver three uh this year um even though it's not a a super solid core and i would not have him in our league after that it went uh so it went damian harris i took then james connor then Jarvis Landry, Matt Stafford. Now we're starting to see QBs fall off the board. Ryan Tannehill. I took AB. Tyler Boyd, Jalen Hurts, LaViscus Chenault. Now it's back to Willie. Yes, that's true. Uh, Yeah, I... um... Start to work through these these picks quicker. Yeah, I'm thinking... uh... Still thinking wide receiver here. Uh, Will Fuller, I like. Uh, he was good to me last year. And then 
well, he's always kind of hit or miss, I guess, but he had some big games. Uh, Marquise Brown, Rashad Bateman, uh, I like both of them. Um, it's just the the Ravens are a little bit iffy uh, for a from a wide receiver perspective. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not seeing a whole lot of. I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna take a little Hollywood Brown. I I I, I like uh, I like what he does. I like how fast he is. I like the Ravens. I know he's a little hurt, but that's what I'm doing. You're you're too attracted by Bryce and his. That's home. right. I'm I'm my, I I'm in his orbit of the Ravens for sure. For all my those partner. Yeah, golfing partner. It's Willie's golfing partner. So uh, it's one way for us to get one more person listening to us is by Willie selecting Marquis. Um, then Team Five took Rob Gronkowski, and it's back to Eamon. Let me, Eamon, just before you select, let me just tell you, tell everyone who your team is. Uh, at running back, you have Derrick Henry, Chris Carson, Mike Davis, which I think is super solid. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, which I mean, you know, amazing. Pretty good. There and then I, I really like so far so good with OBJ, Jerry Judy, and Brandon Cooks, all high upside upside guys. So you've got a good solid crew going on so far. Where are you going now? All right. So I won't beat around the bush. Uh, like I said, I always like having running back depth. Um, and if Zach Moss didn't get hurt today, I would probably yeah, pick right. him here. Um, and while I think David Johnson might lose out eventually to Philip Lindsay as like a a, shine, a sign of the franchise is taking a new direction when they've lost like three in a row, I'm just going to take David Johnson here. Um, Great. He's going to get a lot of catches. He's going to get a lot of work. He may not get enough touchdowns because they don't score a lot, but he's only going in there if I have injuries. So I feel good about that. And then I'll, you know, um, just the picks after me uh, just to keep it going faster. Will Fuller went, uh, Logan Thomas, Irv Smith, who I was liking a little bit as possibly the target, um, and then Deshaun Watson, then Zach Moss, and Robert Tunyon, and I'm back on the clock. Um, and I'm just going to double-check the tight end and see how many I feel okay about. Um, there's a couple I still feel good, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do wide receiver or – I mean, there's no point in going quarterback yet because – that doesn't make sense. Um, I'm going to go with the guy I talked about early, uh, early in this podcast. And the gu- because of the information we talked about earlier in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to go Michael Pittman. I think he's he's got a chance to be the number one target on a team with a great offensive line and a wide receiver and a QB who tends to focus on one wide receiver. Hopefully, Wentz decides that Michael Pittman is his guy. Very so cool. then went uh, Pittman and then Devil si- Devin Singletary and now to Willie and let's fire this off before the nine nine minute mark there. Yeah, uh, I don't have a tight end. It's a tenth round. Uh, I'm going to take Tyler Higby. Cool. So then it went Tyler Higby. That's a great pick, I think. And uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, Corey Davis, Justin Fields, who is a great third. Uh, uh, QB in our league, especially. So now it, it comes to me, and I know that I'm thin on wide receiver. So this is actually quite an easy pick for me. Um, and I'm going to take Mike Williams here. I, I love Mike Williams this year. 
I think that uh, it could be a, a huge boom for him. Everybody's been waiting for him to like boom. He may not boom. He may not boom at all. He may just fucking fizzle. But uh, it makes me feel better about my wide receivers. And then uh, coming back, I've you know, I've got like Nick Chubb, Ceh, and Damian Harris. So I was like, oh, maybe I should grab my uh, another running back or and like what they're suggesting suggesting right now is that it take AJ Dillon or something like that. And I'm also looking at QBs. First of all, this QB is so fucked up. <laughs> it's like we're, we're we're in the eleventh round. Matt Ryan is still there. He's gonna be gone in like the third or fourth round of our draft. So it, it take it all with a grain of salt, but. Uh, just like looking at the board, like what I actually want and what I want to build up now is some dart throws. And I've got, I'm solid on tight end. I feel pretty solid on running back, but I don't feel great about my wide receivers. So I'm going to take another one and I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to hope that uh, Henry Ruggs busts out this year. And so now I have five wide receivers. So then it went, I took Henry Ruggs, then it went Naeem Hines, A.J. Dillon went off the board, then Darnell Mooney, and it's back to Willie. Yeah, um, I concur with your start taking dart throws. I wanted to take Elijah Moore, uh, but Team 11 took Elijah Moore, uh, which is a bummer. Um, But I am going to, you know, I'm learning to stack. Uh, I'm learning to take dart throws, and I think why not? Why not me, Cole? You know, why not me, Cole? So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him in the eleventh round. I, yeah, I mean, if he hits, he hits. If he not, just fucking throw him away because I don't think he's gonna hit. And I've I've had him on my team many times, and I'm just like I've hit one week, and then the next week not gotten anything. Uh, after yeah, but this one, he'll be in the back. He'll be he'll be there for that. Miko Harbin went because Billy selected him, and then Gus Edwards, who is this sneaky good pick, uh, and then it's back to Eamon. Yeah, so I, I think I agree with your point. Like Once you're here at this point, you have to ADP and rankings don't matter. You gotta you just gotta start picking your guys, um, and with this particular strategy, I, I went with this time where I locked up QB and running back with like really solid players, Part of it is now I can just go on a run and taking all the wide receivers and kind of saying, like, I have a chance at something hitting. Um, so I'm going to go first with because he's first up on the board here. Um, I don't know who's going to be to his number one target, but it might be the, just the big body Devontae Parker. And if not, he goes back in the pool. Um, and then the players who go after Devontae are Michael Gallup, Tony Pollard, Matt Ryan, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, Trey Lance, Rondell Moore, who is uh, in contention. Uh, but now I'll take the new wide receiver, two in Atlanta, who who played all right and had some good games last year when Julio was out. Um, so I'll, I'm going to go Russell Gage. Cool. Russell Gage goes off. Then it goes Kirk Cousins, which, you know, all these all these quarterbacks are going to be way higher in our draft. But Kirk Cousins, the fucking anti-vaxxer that he is, um goes at 12 what 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 uh 12 5 and it's back to uh willie uh yeah cool um 
I know I probably should be taking more running backs, but I think I'm happy with my three guys. Uh, so that'll take care of the flex and my, if I need to, um, and I can supplant with wide receivers and these wide receivers just seem like better values. Um, you know, I feel like I've taken this guy several years now and, uh, I'm going to do it again. And hopefully now that he's in a new place with, uh, don't do sunshine, it. Don't do it. He should, he should be good. I'm going to take Marvin Jones. Fuck off. That's who I was going to take too. <laughs> Sorry. David Ingram, Johnson Smith goes after, uh, some guy named Gainwell, Kenneth Gainwell. He's in Philadelphia. I'm just stick well. Um, announced to me. And honestly, I don't know enough about anyone at this point. Uh, but I'm just looking for upside. That's it. So I know I'm going to get like a QB, my third QB coming back, uh, which is probably unnecessary in this draft. Uh, but just kind of like put it in your head that you should have three QBs from the guy who never has three QBs coming out of our drafts. And um, I'm going to take a super big swing uh, and take uh, – he's so far down. Jesus Christ, he's so far down. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take A.J. Green. Uh, someone's got to balance that offense out, and I get him, and I know I need wide receivers. It comes back to me. I still have – after me went T.Y. Hilton – who, you know, you might as well just throw uh, a garbage pick away. And when Adam Troutman, who is the hot, the new hotness of tight ends, uh, Tua, J.D. McKissick, and now it's me. And Willie, I, I hope you appreciate this. I said I was, I prefaced it that I was going to get a um, quarterback on the way back through just so I had three quarterbacks. And I'm going to take a guy, Zach Wilson. He was drafted number two. Wilson. Yeah. Appreciate that. He was drafted number two. They see something in him. I love that fucking yeah. bald headed dude and his dome. And I trust him in that dome. So uh That's if I dome. can get you know, it will never happen. But if I can get him in the thirteenth round in our draft and keep him for you know the rest of my life. I'll be uh, uh, so I took his entire career. Yeah, his entire career. <laughs> exactly. Then it went uh my guy. Um, Williams, former Packer, who's now in Detroit. Uh, Beasley, Lindsay, who I'm sure you would have loved to have taken, Willie. He's one of your guys. Uh, Phil Lindsay. He was for a little while there, yeah. Uh, And now it's up to you. Let's just blast through these and just end this draft real quick. Yeah, uh, sounds good to me. I think I need some more running back help. and uh, he's probably pretty – had him before. Have him again, the emperor of Rome, Latavius Murray. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. That's a great pick. Who knows what that fucking Taysom Hill-led offense is going to look yeah. like. And then after uh, Latavius Chuba Hubbard, who I've only heard his name because of he's the backup of CMC, uh, and that got Mike Davis a bunch of – points last year he got uh, in a fight with his head coach in college because uh, his head coach was talking about uh the own network deep so. cuts 
Um, like the Oprah Winfrey Network? No, that one? no, the other one that does misinformation. OAN. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> not OWN. <laughs> they call themselves OWN, um, but it's yeah, OAN. Okay, spelling so is not here? a priority. Um, okay, so you know, again, I'm just uh, I'm taking my shots with wide receivers, and I think also. Hmm. I'm going to go with the guy who's higher up on ADP and I might, and that's fine. Cause I'll, I'll save that other player for our draft. If, if it comes up, uh, I like also when I'm doing this, like building up events, I like diversity of situations. So while our, uh, Amon Ross, a Brown is on a terrible team. He might be the breakout guy. Um, you know, he might be the guy Jared Goff develops relationship with. So, I, you know, I like a different type of guy than, you know, uh, Russell Gage, who's the number two, or Devontae Parker, who's just a big body who might get touchdowns. Uh, now it's back to me after Terrence Marshall, the rookie, went off the board, Zach Ertz, uh, Alexander Madison, Christian Kirk, and Jalen Rager, and Tevin Coleman. So, uh, second so last pick here. Yeah, the guy who came back to me, I think, is more important than any tight end I take right now. Um, so I'm just going to take Gabriel Davis. Same situation as yeah. as uh, uh, Russell Gage last year, um, where he was productive, and now he's going to be the second wide receiver on the team. So let's go. So then, when Gabriel Davis, which Eamon took, then Jacoby Myers, who people are just setting fire to in a garbage pail. And now it's Willie. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, in in maybe the interest of shorting uh, Mr. Barkley uh, in his rehab and uh, how the Giants are going to use him this year, I would take Devontae Booker as a as a flyer and get some insurance to that in my running back room. There you go, Devontae. Welcome to the team. Cool. Uh, then it goes Ryan Fitzpatrick, who obviously won't be there. Rashad Penny, uh, Gerald Everett, and now it's me. And again, like to get that fucking sweet, sweet uh, New York Jets stack. I'm going to take Jameson Crowder here because that guy nice. is just always around getting you points. And then when Daniel Jones, fantasy community is always talking about the sweet, sweet Jets stack. <laughs> Yes. Everybody's always hungry for that sweet, sweet clamoring, clamoring for it. Um, and then you know, now it's now it's back and it's like, oh, who should I get? It's really just a dart throw. I don't care that much. Uh so I'll just take this opportunity to uh select a guy that Eamon you liked last year who is getting a little bit of buzz in camp, and that's Brian Edwards, who's getting more reps than uh John Brown right now. And could emerge as uh, the, you know, the number one in uh, Las Vegas besides Henry Ruggs, which I also have taken. Then it went Carson Wentz, which is crazy. Uh, Sammy Watkins, Geo, which is a great pick. And now it's back to Willie. Yeah. Um, and this completely made up world where uh, the points are made up and the whatever stats don't matter. Uh for my, you know, third third string QB, I'm I'm gonna take Sammy D. Uh, there he is. I really, I feel like 
the logic is there. Like if Christian McCaffrey is going to be good, some of those are going to be passing touchdowns and somebody's going to have to throw him those. And that guy's going to be Sam Darnold. So there you go. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know why you guys are drafting up their quarterback. Derek Carr, Ben Roethlisberger, Jameis Winston, they're all on the waiver wire after this draft. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'll just go tight end just to fill in a starting spot. Um, you know, they're all just meaningless dart throws that make me rethink fantasy because tight ends just stole, stole my soul. So I've just decided to stop investing time thinking about it. Uh, I'll go with Jared Cook because I think he's the only person who doesn't have competition because I think Austin Hooper has uh, uh, Njoku and then, you know, Cole Komet has Jimmy Graham. Like, so it's like, it's not a clear path. So um, now we are completed the draft. Okay, so nice. uh, that was fun. So now let's just – I'm going to read down both Amon's and Willie's and my draft uh, or my team or our teams. And then we'll kind of like break down how we feel about our teams and then see if there was another team that did better than us. And we'll, we'll say the pick we're – really happy that it went our way and one pick we're like i think i should have done something different okay so um kind of how i'm just like imagining our you know our uh app our sleeper app so uh as his qb1 uh Damon has kyler murray and then his running backs are derrick henry then chris carson followed by um, wide receivers, OBJ, uh, Jerry Judy, Brandon Cooks. After that, his uh, tight end is Jared Cook. And from there, uh, his super, fl- super flex is uh, Lamar Jackson. And then his flex position is made up of either Mike Davis, David Johnson, Pittman, Dante Parker, Russell Gage, Amara St. Brown and Gabriel Davis. So uh, Willie's is his QB1 is Patrick Mahomes and his RB1, RB2 is Daryl Henderson, uh, David Montgomery. His wide receivers are um, Thielen Higgins, Jalen Waddell. Uh, his tight end is Tyler Higby. Um, and then his uh, super flex is Josh Allen. Uh, and from there, he's got Trey Sermon, uh, Mal- uh, Marquise Brown, Miko Hardman, Marvin Jones, uh, Latavius Murray, Devontae Booker as his flexes, uh, possible flexes. Uh, and then my team is um, my QB1 is Aaron Rodgers followed by RB1 and 2, Nick Chubb, CEH. My wide receiver core is uh, CeeDee Lamb, Robert Woods, Antonio Brown. Um, My tight end is Travis Kelsey. And then my possible flex, oh, my uh, super flex is Tom Brady. And then my possible flexes are Damian Harris, Damian Harris, Mike Williams, uh, Henry Ruggs, AJ Green, uh, Jameson Crowder and Brian Edwards. So, quick hits. Give me just one minute, Eamon, on your team and how your draft went. 
Um, so yeah, I think, you know, I'm fairly happy. I like, I, I like coming into a position of power and then just picking a group of players to do lottery, uh, tickets on. And like last year in our league, I tried to do a position of power of wide receiver and then do lotteries on running backs, which had mixed returns. Um, but I think, you know, getting the QBs and running backs locked in early allows me to carry a lot of these wide receivers and start seeing what happens weeks one, two, and three to see, like, all right, I need to move on. Um, so I'm happy. I, I think, you know, I didn't know if that was the plan um, coming in to load up on running backs and, and QB, but it, it worked out. I'm, I'm pretty psyched. All right. What do you think your deficiencies are? Um, I, you know, this is a fundamental philosophy thing. I have a very different fundamental philosophy than some people. I think uh, people overanalyze roster construction, even though I think it's a skill. Um, so I think people would say, oh, you don't even have like a true one or two wide receiver on your team. But I, I've just built it around there. So I think the critique of my team is that I don't have top tier wide receivers. But I think you know, I treated this as almost like a zero wide receiver where I think I have an advantage at QB and running back, the two most important positions. So, you know, wide receiver and tight end it will, will solve themselves eventually. Uh, Willie, how, how do you feel about your team? I feel, uh, I mean, it seems a bit make-believe, like even more make-believe than uh, yeah, yeah, right. Jeff was going to be in the first place. But, you know, uh, I, I think my... I, philosophy or whatever is I still think <clears throat> you know obviously Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are are, are strong picks um, but I think there's a lot of stuff out there that's would would caution against even doing that even if they were available um, but I think you know I, I, I think the points are there um, I I didn't I didn't know that even had uh, Daryl Henderson uh, uh you know, uh, feelings about him, but I, I really like Cam Akers. So, and I've heard that you know, he's maybe the guy who's going to replace him. So I wanted to do that. Um, but I think, yeah, I could have, I could have made some more uh, stronger choices uh, at running back. I, I don't think they, they, you know, it didn't fall to me the way I would have liked. I might've picked up Chris Carson there. Um, but I, I like the Trey Sermon pick. Uh, I'm not crazy about, my wide receivers, but I also think, yeah, I mean, I would, I would go into a season with these guys and feel pretty good about it. Um, yeah, I, I think this is indicative of the way that I like to draft, uh, and and I agree with Eamon and the, the QB running back, getting that solidified is uh, a good idea, and, and then picking and choosing uh, your wide receivers going forward. I like to maybe mix in more positions there, but. Uh, yeah, I, I wish I, I the wide receivers had broken to me in, in a slightly different way, but I'm 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 pretty happy with it. It depends on Mr. Burrow. It depends on the way the Rams play, but yeah, I like it. Great. Uh, I think I fucking kicked your guys' ass in this draft. Uh, I'm just gonna say that uh, right. Just of course you do. Of course I do, and I'm sure you guys feel similarly about your uh, picks, but. Um, because you guys went early on uh, QBs and just looking at the board, um, the board will never, ever in our draft fall this way. 
Um, but like for me to walk out with Kelsey and Chubb and CEH and CD Lamb and still get Rogers and Brady, who are projected top ten QBs. Um, I just think that it's like it will never fall this way. So like I, I think that the benefit of being on the back half and just being like, oh, sleeper isn't caught up or it's not people aren't drafting the way that in sleeper as they are in other platforms to notice that and then not draft QBs knowing that I still get Rogers and Brady uh, in the sixth and seventh. So having Chubb and CEH and Kelsey in the, in the you know, in the first three rounds, uh, I think that my, I'm really happy with my team except my wide receiver three, which I can always figure out between AB, Mike Williams, Henry Ruggs, and AJ Green, Jameson Crowder, Brian Edwards. Um, Are you just reading the roster three times in a row now? What's up? Yeah. I just think that my, 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 my team is super solid. I'll never get this team. Um, But that's the benefit of being on the back half of the draft is that you can actually assess what's happening in the draft compared to being, especially in the first uh, six picks. It's like in this, it's hard to like, it's hard to determine what that's going to do or what the next, you know, 10 picks are going to do 12 picks are going to do. But if this Uh, was a real super flex league, it would, be me and Willie in the championship because we have a a quarterback position that will score between 75 and 90 every week. And even with Brady and and Rodgers, which, you know, looks great when you tell people who aren't paying attention, like you're just going to be starting 20 points behind me and Willie. Maybe, but you also have, who's your, who's your tight end? Jared Cook. So, um... so me not starting anybody point difference is still greater if you just take the two QBs and me not starting anybody than Travis Kelsey and Aaron Rodgers. And, and... I mean, maybe, dude. I, I just don't know if if that, like, if, if I read down both your te- my team and your team, it's like, I would definitely select my team over yours. Okay, uh, but you would lose. There's, there's a reason why, you know, me and Willie got absurd values because it's broken. Um, I just, I don't know if I want you, like, just to, like, for people to like, you wouldn't win with that team. Okay. I mean, if, if you believe that, that's fine. But I just think that you put those two teams next to each other and uh, I'm beating you. So that's fine that you you, you think. I now want to keep track of these points on this because I, <laughs> I, I, for some reason, Can you we turn don't this understand that Superflex. This would be the, the best call. Yeah. There's a reason why QBs are drafting the first round in Superflex, like in every format. So. You know, you got guys who would go in the second round in a super flex. I mean, Willie have four of the top eight picks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to pan out in the way that you think he is. Uh, And I also don't think that your wide receiver core is anything special. Uh, I know that you're good in season, but, like, I just, like... We've talked this is a about... weird conversation. We should move on. We're, we're burning time because I, I, I think it was just that you were talking too much like this actually reflects anything. And I, I think what the exercise should be more about is like 
what we're talking about, like how we felt as we made the pick. Cause you know, sure. it's, it's broken and you know, we can have this discussion, but I will always right. take two first round picks. I guess the only format over the only pick that I, I would, would regret or like look back on them and be like, eh, is uh, Tom Brady. Um, because maybe there's a wide receiver that I would have rather gotten, but that's the only one that I'm like, that's, that's the, that's the regret. Cool. And I don't think I specifically said it, but I think the closest thing I have to regret player um, is OBJ. I, I might take uh, I, Hawkinson because I, I am pretty high on Hawkinson. Um, and, you know, I, I feel, I really like my Chris Carson pick. Um, I think Will, you you uh, who did you say you liked the most and you regret actually taking? Yeah, I, I probably would have. I wish I could taken Chris Carson um, and let, but maybe Henderson probably would have fallen. But uh, and I, yeah, I just don't. I, I I like to to go with teams that I think are going to be strong teams, um, and I feel like I have a, a few teams on on my roster now that I I'm uncertain of, and I wish in my in drafting and this is the first like actual semi uh you know serious mock draft i've done this whole year so it's good to get those juices flowing again to be on the clock i'm like oh god what to do um and i I think i I did violate some of my own little rules there that that hopefully i wouldn't do and during our draft but um but yeah that was really fun i i I think uh yeah I, i i i i would have i mean i think i always go quarterback heavy to begin with so um i but i like that i I, it's yeah unreasonable and i'm i'm uh it's not very real but um no i think that's cool i hope marvin jones kind of burned me last year i hope he does well this year but do you guys i mean like these teams do you guys think the jaguars are going to be good you guys think the Bengals are good you might have been covered this already but there's so much there's a lot of uncertainty i'm not a huge Bengals fan uh for fantasy, I should say. For we fantasy. know they're not going to be, like, very good, but... I, I'm not a huge Bengals fan. Uh, Jaguars, I, I like I like Marvin Jones, you know? I, I think that he was... Like, you heard me groan when you said you were picking right. him. Oh, I think that he's a, a value pick, you know? And because he's on your bench anyway. So if he ends up being a guy that you put that yeah. picks in that offense with Trevor Lawrence, then fucking great. Uh, I feel like it's I so much to... to expect him to be good, Trevor Lawrence. Sorry, Amy. No, no. Uh, I try to avoid bad organizations. Uh, they have to. They take some time to prove themselves. So, I'm not typically into Bengals players, and you know, I think, I think Marvin Jones. They're going to try to make the third wide receiver. I know that there's some anti DJ Chark stuff, but they love Lavisca Sinault, and yeah. And if DJ Chark is the one, you know, I don't know if I want a third wide receiver on a three or four win team. Um, that doesn't like, you know, at least ten Ginn, Ted Ginn, like five or ten years ago, could go eighty on a touchdown and you'd have a, a boom or bust game. I don't, you know, Marvin Jones needs to be targeted ten times for him to be valuable, and I, I don't right. feel there's a great chance of that happening. Um, so, um, what we're gonna do is we are going to as much. Let me just close this. Uh, we are we will. Uh, with this post uh, a picture of the teams 
And you let us know if team one, team two, team three, Eamon Ducey, team five, Willie Orbison, team seven, eight, nine, myself, team 11 or team 12 have the best team. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Get, uh, uh, say what you like, say what uh, you didn't like, picks that we did that we missed or screwed up uh, and put it in the chat. Let's get those conversations going. Uh, anything else before we sign off, boys? Um, go vote. We're still missing. Go vote, votes. Yes. Um, That's right. Hopefully this will be up sometime Thursday. Um, you got the full screen? I got the full screen. I mean, I got... It's not like super... Yeah. You know, the, the, their um, shoulders are cut off, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll call it the weirdo sleeper draft. Uh, um, so go vote. Um what else? We have the Hangout next Tuesday, so make sure you have all your Google set up correctly. Um, and then, yeah, for, you know, the chat, um, you know, I, I think uh, my original version of this, and, you know, I think it's great we're getting positive feedback, but, you know, come at um, come at us for our, our opinions. Like, uh, if you disagree with my Rams opinion, start throwing some, like, well, here's where you're wrong um try to do facts and not just uh feelings um i don't, know, or you don't, I don't care um or you know any sorts of thing like any brad opinion or saying like you know i'm glad that willie was on and, and shared his thoughts on you know the running back who the team has clearly not respected for three years <laughs> now and decided we'll take anybody besides daryl henderson just come in and support him on that uh, all right, all right, folks. Willie, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have someone else from the league. Uh, have thanks a for having time. me. I hope you had fun. I did. This was a blast, and thanks you guys for putting all this work to do it. Uh, all right. Uh, peace out. Later, guys. Peace out. Peace out.